0: Hey guys, Tracy here. Before we begin, the standard disclaimer that there will be spoilers. For that person who worries about such things, but also hasn't found time to listen to the cast recording, go see the play or watch the movie in the 20 years that Rent has been around. I would also encourage folks unfamiliar with this show to read a brief synopsis online first, as we dive right into the discussion here. Lastly, we finally experienced what seems an inevitable part of podcasting, a recording mishap. We lost about 20 minutes, which included some pure gold. I made what I thought was a super-hack Shakespeare joke, but it killed in the room, and it launched Reagan into this impressive and hilarious rant about Polonius' role in Hamlet. Ah well. You can just think about all those times we've been hilarious and full of intelligent observations in our other episodes, and imagine how great those lost 20 minutes would have been. Happily, we noticed it during our recording session, which allowed us to get right back into the flow and resume recording this episode. Here's your reminder that you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at WrongPod, and be sure to listen to the end for our special limited edition outro music by my pal Matt Likes Tapes. And now, enjoy! Welcome to Everything That's Wrong with Tracy and Reagan. I'm Tracy Middlebrook. And I'm Reagan Middlebrook. We are sisters and enthusiastic observers of media, art, politics, and the world in general. But
1: sometimes things are the worst, and we have opinions about it. So today we're going to talk about everything that's wrong with. Rent, the movie adaptation from 2005 of the musical that came out in
0: 1996. Again, we are very (laughs) topical. We should introduce a guest.
2: We have a guest. I am Teresa Van Winkle, and I am not one of their sisters, but I lived (laughs) with Tracy for about seven years, so I feel I am qualified to also complain about what's wrong.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Not only is is Teresa a champion complainer, she's she's not Sounded mean, but I meant it as a compliment. <laughs> I may have opinions about many things that no
2: one cares about.
0: Right. That's the wrong requirement, really. Right. Uh, you know, personal history with Rent, I, like many high school theater kids who were in high school in the mid to late 90s, loved the cast recording, listened to it. Nonstop.
2: I can attest to that as her college roommate in a 9x12 <laughs> <by 12> hexagon.
0: <laughs> Teresa, when we became roommates in college, did not love the cast recording. <laughs> and so no. we would trade off and she would play Pink Floyd and then I would play Rent again. And then she would play Pink Floyd and I would play a different musical. And then she would play Pink Floyd and I would play Rent again. <laughs> <laughs> and so it went for nine months. <laughs> but eventually I did take her to the national tour and she loved it. And then Tracy asked for something other than Rent to be played. (laughs) It's true. Because it had been a long... I mean, I'd been listening to it for three years at that point. And then you listened to it for like six months.
1: That's a problem, man. You have to get your friends in at the beginning of your addiction. It's like when I brought you into World of Warcraft and I was kind of done with it. And then I just abandoned you. Uh,
0: You abandoned Teresa to Rent when you were done with it. I was fine with you abandoning me with World of Warcraft. Honestly, you were sort of in your depressive phase up in Bellingham living by yourself. So going on a quest... Once a week it was like oh good Reagan's She's still, alive. still alive. It absolutely was. It was like she wouldn't talk on the phone, but I could put my phone on speaker because I wasn't cool enough to have a headset microphone, but I have my phone on speaker as we'd go quest together and I'm like, well, we had we interacted for an hour.
1: Anyways, rent. Rent.
0: So, opinions. Yes. Hey guys, Brent. <laughs> we're really good at this at this point we're pros
1: okay so uh when the movie came out you know like Tracy said like me and all of my friends who were theater nerds were also super into it and my friend Mike and I our favorite things to do would be to go see movies and then just like rip them apart afterwards with each other not out of malice just out of like learning storytelling
0: and what works and what doesn't see see we were preparing for this podcast we didn't even know it our whole lives (laughs) so when the movie came out
1: like eight or nine years after the musical came out we each saw it independently and then we talked about it together and when i originally saw it i thought that i had like did okay but just talking about it really dwelled on a bunch of points to me like the flaws like the things that were really important notes that they had missed that sort of took away from the meaning about a lot of stuff that was going on and so rewatching it to prepare for this podcast uh i i don't actually remember i just remember like having really strong feelings about shit that they did wrong and i was like "Eh, i i'm so i'm gonna i may not be as vehement as i would have been if you got to me 20 years ago
0: well i actually found the emails that we sent to each other in 2005 oh good as, oh this is we agree with us moment because wow. thank you gmail for keeping everything um oh they're very long i should have you
1: didn't read these out of time i, I read them like two days
0: ago i okay. was like oh there's some bits in there worth reading for the listening audience she is scrolling through profuse emails <laughs> right now there's a lot of words Okay, so the biggest thing, which still irritates me to this day, and was listed as my biggest sadness in 2005, was that they eliminated Roger's old girlfriend, April's suicide. In the play, in the backstory, he comes home to find she has left a note saying we have AIDS and slit her wrists in the bathtub. And that's a pretty rough way to discover something. And plays into what I think is kind of the big theme of the show.
2: Well, it justifies it justifies his anger, yes. and his treatment of Mimi throughout the beginning of the yeah. show. Absolutely, without that anger, he's just an asshole. I
0: was yes. thinking the exact same thing. Yes, yeah, no, one hundred percent. And also,
2: and the disparity of a positive AIDS diagnosis. What else is there to do but kill yourself? Right, right. You lose that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, completely. Yeah.
1: Versus like having a supportive relationship where you slowly watch your girlfriend die. Sure, you're going to be in pain afterwards. And also because they cut that part of the song where Mark tells the audience what happened to Roger. He we also cut the part where he tells the audience that Roger has just come off of six months of withdrawal. Like he is Mm -hmm. just getting back to being a person who can deal with anything outside of himself. Right. And so, yeah, he tells Mimi in this song that he used to be a junkie, but it's not the same thing.
2: It's not as fresh, yeah. The, the yeah. Roger we meet in this stage show is this absolutely raw person yes, at their most vulnerable and their most down.
0: Right, and with, with no... I mean, and the whole theme, no day but today, and the idea of finding community and living today versus giving up and living alone in death, you know, as April took that that way out, and and by taking out her suicide it just yeah it just changes everything
2: well but even in the photomont so i have my, all my thoughts are about glory
0: excellent so we're, just gonna
2: start so we're just there. gonna get into we're glory, are gonna go guys. Right now, up. I'm, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> agitated okay uh, <laughs> i think two things the montage playing while the song goes on in the movie you don't listen to the words of the song and i think it is right. as tracy can attest it is my favorite song in the show and i think it takes away from the meaning because you aren't paying attention to the words that he is saying because the words are pertinent to post-mortem april the other portion is the montage shows them being tested together the positive results together and then taking care of each other which is not the relationship i guess my 19 or 20 year old self read into mm-hmm. it of she went and got tested on her own found out done that well, they clearly
0: because they she's, were having she, this he separate... learns he has aids through that note so it is yeah. not a shared experience you
2: know so clearly their relationship wasn't this yeah you know if she was concerned and worried and testing and you know they would have communicated they would have yeah. talked that there was this disconnect
0: which I think... And if you went through and watched your partner die of AIDS... That's and totally... And you have AIDS in this time when it is a death sentence, choosing to give up on life is not as hugely unreasonable a choice. No. no. And, or at least and it's more understandable. not wanting to
2: get involved. The motivation... To do that to someone else. To do that to someone else. Yeah. yeah I, I, I makes... So I have a hard time. I feel like it misses the original intent of the stage show. Yeah. While
3: it
0: is maybe nicer, easier to deal with. Well, I remember at the time, because that was what upset us so much, and talking to my friends about that as my biggest sadness about the film, reading interviews, and I guess they, well, they clearly changed it because they get tested together in the montage. But they had shot a scene of her, I guess she did commit suicide, but they lost it for time. And it was, and I was just like, you guys didn't get it. The other thing, you mean the, that
2: they followed that they were she was sick and whatnot, but then committed suicide. I
0: think so. I just remember that there was. Oh, more I think like that would have made me type.
2: very angrier. Yeah, that I, I don't yeah. like that either. I, I, I much more understand the <clears throat> I have AIDS. them killing myself. Like right. that right. progression at where rapidly, this was at the time quickly yep. makes more sense than if they would have drawn especially it, especially if you've, you've got a partner who's there and being a part yeah. of it,
0: and then you just no that doesn't abandon sense. them um so i only watched the movie the one time when it came out so this was 12 years later watching it last night and my roommate happens to be dog sitting right now so i watched it at a volume not exactly blaring but rent was a thing i rocked out back in the day when i listened to it and the house was rocking and I was like that oh, people at the bus stop are probably like wow that person really likes rent <laughs> it's a good soundtrack i know so that was hilarious. So re-watching it, I noticed in the montage, because I knew I was gonna be mad because they don't do the bit with April Suicide, but there it also felt very much like the character of April is the one who got Roger into injectable drugs.
1: Yeah, that's what they the way that they it. That's portrayed what it does show And that. it
0: was like, whoa dude, he's the one in the fucking rock band. Right. That's and I just felt so I don't know, like we as an audience can still have empathy for a person who has messed up. But you're still responsible for your choices. And I just felt that that was a really yucky and unnecessary way to sort of be like, see, <coughs> Roger's not a bad guy. He was, you know, tempted into this world well, of drugs was... by a woman who.
2: I think it's the whole point, though, of this movie was goal was to be mainstream when the musical was not. Yes. Yeah. And in yes. order to make it more palatable to the mainstream, which is funny, I'm saying this, the lines in the song. Anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> it misses the boat. Yes. He doesn't need to be likable. He is on the fringe. He is this group of society that we don't identify with. Right. That the stage play makes him. He is. It gives you that empathy and that understanding, <laughs> whereas the movie takes away the ugly bits.
1: Yeah, apparently spike lee was originally attached to direct it and it just for a very
0: long time it and didn't
1: work out and then they got the guy who did mr doubt mrs doubtfire
0: so and the first two harry potter change. movies and home alone right that and explains can you imagine about what, what that spike it. lee version of rent would be though like i well we'll get into it and people agree with us but just what a gritty interesting
1: <laughs> because that is what they lose and they i don't know i couldn't help comparing this to Into the Woods a little bit when I was watching it just because
0: oh don't get me started on that well but they were tr- Ooh, possible future podcasts I hate we that do book. like adaptations
1: <laughs> <laughs> but at least they had the courage to do a fully sung musical as a fully sung musical as opposed to trying to shoehorn it in like it is something else and then you know like like by cutting that song that Mark does that explains Roger's background. They didn't have scenes that explained it, they just changed it in the montage. And
0: the choice, I think the choice to make the dialogue spoken rather than sung in between was again going back to trying to make it work for everyone and make it mainstream America like, oh, musicals are a hard barrier, so let's let's let's, let there be some talking to sort of ease people into it. But it was such a weird break. It it ended up killing several songs though. Yeah. Because
2: the I don't know the names of any of the songs which is going to be great but the support group song that's normally yes. interrupted by Mimi's song mm-hmm. yeah. just yeah. stopped Santa and hey. was weird Yeah, there were several without the
0: transitions and some stopped. of those little interstitials are some of my favorite parts <laughs> while the musical maybe hasn't aged beautifully I still love it and it's still this great little period piece and it wasn't meant for these bits to stand alone. And without those bits in between, the thing that really struck me was it eliminated any of the homeless community. Yes.
1: Almost entirely.
0: Like they're not I mean, in a background you see a guy washing but even a windshield.
2: That woman who says, Who the fuck do you think yeah. you are? Yeah. They she doesn't swear in
0: the no. movie. I know. Yeah. She I know. doesn't
1: swear. Yeah, talk about sanitized, right? Like
0: Right. And she seemed only to be there so that we can see angel being sunny and able to rise above everything and show angel's like heart not to actually make the point of kind of the homeless or people right and yeah. and and the fact which that which again goes you know, back to that whole for point of the stage well, that that all of these underserved communities this mm-hmm. they mention that the homeless camp is a problem but they don't ever interact with Well it. they
1: don't really make it about that. I mean like Mark and Roger are squatting in that building but in the opening in the in the movie everyone on the whole block and both sides yeah, of the Benny block is squatting in the building and being evicted yeah. so it's about the poor artists being evicted not about the artists and all of the homeless people that live there and don't have anywhere else to go. Yeah. But I feel like in the
2: movie I recognize that the it is driven by the relationships, but the movie, I mean, my big thought was I thought they did a really good job building the relationships between the characters in the movie more so than the stage show, but the stage show, the whole focus was there's this homeless population that is going to be evicted. There is a homeless population it, it that needs to was... be
0: considered, whereas that seemed like a side story
3: in
2: the yeah. movie. Well, and
0: you never saw, I mean, the ensemble are mostly homeless or other starving artists, mm-hmm. and so they're active and they're singing. They're a part of it. And they don't have any voice. There's no role. Yeah. Uh, which is just a bummer. And yeah. I like the little Christmas jingles. <laughs>
2: just as a, Yeah, some of them are just... Uh... I did like, though, in the movie, I did like that in the beginning during the Rent song, Roger and Mimi make... Eye connection because I've always had a hard time buying that relationship in the stage show, whereas I thought that they do a little bit better job yeah. in the movie through a couple of the montages and then like the yeah. those couple things. We not should, she randomly walked on. His, we should on his save shoulder. that
0: for Positivity Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Regan <you> gets <laughs> mad at me. Apparently we complain initially and then we do all the oh, things we like at the I end. I apparently
2: was not informed of the ground rules. <laughs> Teresa's never
0: listened before.
2: Apparently. <laughs>
1: I didn't realize. Right?
2: I'm like 800 episodes behind on my one podcast. It's okay. <clears throat> it's totally fine.
1: <laughs> so here's something that annoyed me. Again, this is a theme in things that annoy me in adaptations. Like when they change things and I don't understand why they change them. Like what's the point of you doing that? For example, in the movie, Colin says they expelled him from MIT versus in the song in the play. He says they fired him, right? He's a student versus he's a teacher.
0: That number one takes away power from Colin's. I think he's still a teacher, but they just used expelled why? I don't know. Because he's still weird. a teacher. because yeah. you don't your spell teachers. I know. No, I don't know. know.
1: And also, just as an aside, programming the MIT VR equipment to self-destruct as it broadcasts the words actual reality, act up, fight, fight! AIDS. Number one... Programming hardware to self-destruct isn't a thing, despite what you may have learned from Live Free or Die Hard. Number two, that is like the least visible and effective activism ever, especially if we're talking 1989 virtual reality equipment. Like, who's using it? Maybe three people who will see your message and everyone else is just going to come into a lab that's a shambles.
0: Well, I thought that was strange too that this movie picked 89 because the previous one had always been really more early 90s, 93, 94. Yeah. And someone pointed out, Thelma and Louise hadn't come out yet in 89. So that line that Angel sings...
1: Oh, that's funny. What line does Angel
0: Sam? Like Thelma and Louise did when they got the Oh, you're right. I mean, whatever. But it's just a strange choice moving it so far back. I think it's more a timepiece of early 90s versus late 80s. But regardless, good for you. I derailed your rant. That was really, that was the end of my rant.
2: Okay, my rant, Seasons, I think, in the stage show is the strongest song there and has the most emotional impact Singing it first in the movie annoys yeah. the crap out of me. What is the point of that? Why would you open with that with them on the stage like they did in the show and then not bring it back at any point?
0: Well, I felt like they should have brought it back, but I felt like I was kind of okay with them opening with it because it is, <sighs> since they were going for a mainstream audience, it, is, it was a song that got some radio play. It was a song people knew who, who hadn't seen the show. And but it doesn't since, mean
2: anything until you've seen these no, people's No, this lives. is true. But it, and having Angel missing... Yeah. is the thing that destroys right. me. I don't know how many times I've seen it. I saw the it a couple of crying. months ago, yeah. and then you're going, I should have brought the dumb Kleenex. I know. Oh. Even though I knew it was coming. Yeah. And the movie, while Collins is very sweet at the funeral,
3: yeah.
2: it didn't hit me. Yeah. No. And, and I thought maybe it's because I'd seen it so many times, yeah. but we went to the show a couple of weeks, months ago, and yeah. I was bawling. Yeah. Because when they show up, do that song, and Angel is Missing.
0: I feel like the choice, showing at the beginning, since they decided to make this you know is set in such the world of the real it was the only way to get everyone on the stage and have that iconic but it lineup. doesn't make
1: sense i don't well, think you did going to do it to in the it. middle right like you I think you should have skipped it yeah, yeah. right you're stepping outside yeah. of the reality yeah. that you're creating by putting them on a stage anyways because this is the iconic way they do that yeah. song. and so i thought
2: that that was just weird yeah. and i didn't like it and it made me upset also
0: how is the movie so long when that, they when they cut out out, right? so many songs so so I mean, it's, it was great to get to see the original cast and hear them singing again. I hadn't seen it in 12 years, but it's long. It plods along for a stage show that is frenetic. And one of its biggest complaints from people who hate the stage show is that it is chaotic energy. There's people energy, that hate the stage show? Well, there's a lot of people who hate it. But really? they're wrong. Yeah, um, they are. <laughs> but it is just coming at you left, right, and center. And it's kind of a mess. And the plot is jerky, but it's just it's earnest, and there's energy. And the movie this didn't have that at the all. The movie
2: does do a good job, though. Oh, we're not supposed to wait right. about good yeah. things. I know yeah. that's not how conversation works, but save that's it. how we
0: set up our formatting. <clears throat> <laughs> Reagan, save it. Oh, my other like overarching switching from you know one magical night of connection and being fully engaged with a full year, but they turned that first night, which really was only three hours, right? Because it's nine p.m. Eastern time, and they go till Christmas. It makes more sense in a real world that these relationships happen over three days versus three hours. And I think, realistically, shooting film at night is miserable. And so getting to shoot in the daytime hmm. um, is cheaper and more pleasant for I'm going to disagree
2: with you about the timeline. Do it. The three hours, because... I don't know if you remember when we were, like, 19 and 20. You meet somebody three hours later. You're like, oh, my God, they're amazing. This is the best person ever. Because you don't have a frontal lobe yet. <laughs> right. And so <laughs> I, I whole... never had a problem with that. I felt that you could go yeah. out, meet six people, yeah. be like, these are the best people yeah. I have ever met yeah. in my life. I'm going to hang out with them forever. Yeah, it's a little and bit the good. Romeo and Juliet yeah. Exactly. Right. Like, exactly. Right. like, that
1: relationship, you have to be 15 and 13 or whatever yeah. for that to yeah. work. Because yeah. yeah. The you're going to you kill yourself
0: over the guy you met at a party three days ago at 13. Totally. totally. If you're 30, it's a bummer. You might kill a bottle of wine with your gal <laughs> yeah. But you're, you're good. Yeah. So that. That's part, fair. I think. But splitting it over three days, I don't know. I just. I didn't like it. I Yeah, it was weird. And then they had to make some strange choices to the characters and switch orders of things. The fact that Collins gets beat up and doesn't show up for the next morning. For and, 14 hours. And, and they nobody made a big seems thing that. At, they're like, well, why did it take you 14 hours? That, like, they're not that concerned he's gone. I mean, right. Mark's like, I guess I'm going to go look for him. And I'm like, yeah, he's got your keys. He didn't show up. And you saw him downstairs. Right. I mean, but they changed that whole thing. I mean, he gets, he gets beaten up and he's bleeding a little bit and they steal his coat. But in the stage show, there's really... Cute flirting moments. It's a it's a great little meet cute, you know, you're cute when you blush, my friends are waiting. Mm-hmm. You know, Angel, and he's like, indeed, with that with that deep yeah. voice which mm-hmm. makes me love Collins always. <laughs> and that's not this. In this, he got beat the fuck up. Yeah, he up. got beat he got. Yeah, and Angel that. is not flirty or playful, partly because this guy's hurting so bad.
1: Well and also in the play, I mean, I guess maybe I don't remember. You guys can remind me how it is that she goes and finds him when he gets beaten up. But, like, in the movie, just watching it now, she, like, hears someone coughing and then goes down this dark, creepy alley all by herself to find out who's coughing. <laughs> someone with a cold who's going to murder you now that you went down a dark, creepy alley.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, yes. no. She just comes... I mean, because he's, like, he's at the phone booth. He gets beaten up. Yeah. And she's just right there. Yeah. She just sees him being like, oh, are you okay? Um... <laughs> Yeah. What? Apparently, deciding it's not time for subtlety when when Angel's like, "Oh, I'm going to a life support <laughs> yeah. meeting. It's for people with AIDS like me." Yeah, I, that and I was like, to. "Oh, I guess we were worried about the audience not knowing that acquired immunodeficiency syndrome means AIDS." Yeah, that was a. Weird well, they skipped tidbit. the
1: part about Collins having AIDS. I think.
0: Oh, he says he says me too. Or oh, you're right. Like he that, does right yeah. then. Yeah, but.
1: that was extra it was awkward it was so
0: awkward it was so just this like well clearly it was adr too. like they're from it's from behind you know it's like the audience doesn't know they have aids and they're like we go to life support because it's for aids people but then two scenes later he goes hey mark you should come to life support it's not just for people who have aids for
2: people coping with life according
0: to the stage show but not according to the movie according to the movie we were told it is for aids people and then he's like hey it's not just for aids people and i was like make up your mind movie the yeah. part though where Mark filmed the support group and the awful. movie was I, hated I
2: yeah, it so was much. so creepy and also if that if if you're being true to the era, yeah people did not mm-hmm. tell anyone. No. It was so stigmatized and so problematic. No one would be like... It'd be like going to AA and filming. Yes.
0: Right.
1: Yes. And you, so inappropriate it, it, of him it, it to it just ask there. Right. Even no, if it, they say yes and they don't mean it, they just... No.
0: No. And and even it violates violates Even the way it was filmed, it did not look like they really agreed. No. Everybody no, said yes, I, but it felt like they were pressured to say yes. And because right. he's got his old-timey, you got to keep winding it film. Oh, it was and so then they're, distracting they're showing him behind the person who's giving these heart wrenching questions and he's just there twisting his it little. It made camera. their
2: the their song seem very Yeah.
0: Icky. Yeah, it was I didn't it was, like that at all. It was voyeuristic and gross and so exploited. It, it yeah. made
2: Mark it was the Mark in the stage show never did I feel was well, I guess to use yeah. your word, exploitative. He seemed much more genuine and filming his life and surroundings whereas this yeah. in the movie made him seem I am filming these others. Yeah. You know, because they did leave in that, oh, I'm not I don't right. have human I'm awkwardness not one thing. Of you. But, uh-huh. but but no, it has a, a different film tone. Time I film you exactly. exactly. Right. is so and the much more different oh, than I'm a stumbling kind of, oh gosh, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm just He seemed yes. like he was apologetic for disrupting their important
0: not needing Think. to say,
2: I don't have AIDS, oh God, don't no, do that. It, yeah. it there seemed wasn't much more like, I'm it. late, I'm sorry, I don't mean to disrupt what you guys are doing, as yeah. opposed to, oh, I'm not
0: one of you, can I film you? Yeah. Very different and feelings, time... and
2: changes who Mark is. Also,
0: they've set up the timeline change, has made that meeting so much more sad. Versus Christmas Eve versus Christmas Day because they've moved it. And then Angel's like, some people have nowhere else to go. So these are the people who have nowhere to be on Christmas Day except with the five other people who are also dying of AIDS at the support group. And then he shows up to film them. Yeah. yeah But they made Mark an asshole in this movie. And I love Anthony Rapp. And I love the character of Mark. I've always really identified with him because I'm kind of a nerd.
2: Well, (laughs) it's interesting because they... They and made Roger as well by having by not Mm -hmm. not that I'm ever saying it is justified to treat Mimi the way he did, but at least you could understand where he was coming from. Right. Whereas in the movie, you couldn't. There was no motivation. You're like, why is he behaving this way? He's a
0: tortured artist. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And then. Mark as well. The, yeah. the characters in the movie, well, the only, only one I identified with was Mimi, and she's the one I don't like in the stage show, so go <laughs> figure. But I thought that they were not as realistic and relatable of characters.
0: Uh, yeah, part of it I think is very much directing, and I and I wonder if part of it is because they are theater people for the most part, and Rosario Dawson knows film, and person. it's different. And the theater, if you're giving 110% to a camera, you come off weird. Whereas, you know, Dawson's in a position where she can use subtlety and knows how to do that. I mean, she was fantastic. She was great.
2: And watching the And I guess the original Mimi
0: was pregnant, so she couldn't do it. But I never loved her voice that much. I I
2: was... Yeah, I didn't care either way. But I... This was... The movie was the first time I liked Mimi as a character. I always could give or take or didn't care. And in the movie, I did care about her. You know,
0: Going back to Mark being an asshole. The thing that happened before the filming that that I had to pause and rewind because it kind of took my breath away. Mark's parents call and leave a voicemail on his recorder and they're like, hey, we love you. We'll miss you tomorrow. Hope you liked the present we sent you. Just don't
2: leave it on, dear, when you
0: leave the house. Yes. (laughs) And he comes back and he says, essentially, they're the worst and I'm happy to to be suffering here to be away from them.
3: There are times when we're... Dirt broke and hungry and freezing. And I ask myself, why the hell am I still living here? And then they call.
0: And I remember. They weren't being monsters. No. His dad, in fact, was like, hey, I'm sorry your girlfriend dumped you. She doesn't know what she's missing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my parents are the fucking worst. Blah. Also, because it is so much later and it's the original cast with these people being in their late 30s yeah, saying that, that it's yeah. extra. Like, you're a dick.
1: Yeah, but also, so the cast thing... It's neat that they kept the original cast. It bothers me. I mean, I guess if Mimi, the woman who played Mimi was pregnant, she couldn't be in it. But the fact that they replaced Joanne, which oh. from what I read, they did because the director thought she looked too old. And it's like, everybody looks too fucking old, right?
0: Oh, see, what I read is that she bowed out because she was 42 and she would always been the oldest in the cast. And she said, I'm too old to do this. I
1: think because she and the director didn't see eye to eye.
0: Oh, yikes. Oh, that's way up And she just here. said, you know, keep Joanne black. Oh, the piece I read was much more like, and yeah, she wanted out. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, well, boo on you, Chris Columbus. Or whoever.
1: I think it's a phrase that works in all situations. It was Chris Columbus. So.
0: Well, no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. What but I meant, but whoever, not who was the way director. Too I, meant, old. I mean, she's was...
2: in the I'm very happy yeah. she's in the movie because I you like her, her very much. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all too old. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole thing's not believable. And right. I think I, forg- in the originally when I saw the movie, I really liked it. And I think I forgave a lot, everything but the glory <laughs> thing and the femming up of Joanne because I like her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, Mimi still has the line saying that she's 19. Right. And, yeah. and these people are in their late 30s, but whatever. It's Hollywood. Uh, however... Like <laughs> it towards the end when Mimi and Roger is fighting because he learns that there was a history with Benny, and she says, "Don't worry, that was two years ago." <laughs> Dude, Tay Diggs. That means she was seventeen. Gah, gross and illegal, not acceptable. Yeah, it was like three months ago in the in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. three months ago. Which is way better. She's like, "Oh, big again, that's still tr- they're, yeah. trying to like, they also, the, they're trying to." But they also the trying to what they did the with God Benny's character. Oh yeah, no, pissed so, me
1: off too. He's just like a cardboard cutout who doesn't yes. do anything. And in, in the he looks very, play, pretty, he's the all right. He looks he's very, pretty. very pretty. Well, because right. he's stayed I know.
2: But I put a smiley face on my notes. In
1: the play, they villainize him, but I don't think his character is actually a villain, right? Yes. He married this woman. We don't know that it's not a relationship, and that they didn't actually fall in love, and that he doesn't love this woman. She's just upper crust, and so now he is too he is trying to accomplish their same artistic ideals just in a way that they see as selling out, right? But in this, like, in that, he, like, he takes care of Mimi, he pays for Angel's funeral. Like, he's not a villain. And in this, he's just... There when they need a bad guy, and he he doesn't. I don't remember if he pays for Angel's funeral. I don't think we see that. No, we don't, he, don't have that. We don't see him paying for a Mimi's rehab. Like
0: yep. no, they remove all of that. So I mean, he is the personification of the guy's struggle against the quote unquote man. But in the stage show, he's always more of a bro. You know, he's out of his depth because he's joined this moneyed world, and he's a, a little genuinely baffled why his friends don't get it. Like, he's like, hey, dudes, I'm building this cyber studio. Is there anything that sounds more 90s? I know, right? C- it's the word cyber the in business. any context. I, like, I don't know. I still don't know what and it see, is. I think
2: the movie but, was trying... Like, the very yeah. first scene with their interaction with Benny, I was going to give the movie benefit of the doubt. I thought that that first setup, they their interaction seemed like they had been friends, that they right. could be friends. And then I agreed that they lost it. Whereas in the stage show... Their first interaction, I don't necessarily... It's harder for me to envision that they had been this close oh, friend Oh, could or... be.
0: Maybe it's colored, because in the 20th anniversary tour that just came through Stage Show, I thought the guy who played Benny was great, and he absolutely was putting his arms all around him, yes. and was like, hey, buddies. yes. And so I really am framing it next to that so much. Okay. But don't they have to
1: do the same blocking uh, on tours as they do in the original show? They do. So, therefore, they, you would do the arm thing in the original Well, the show.
0: 20th one, yeah, was following, so that would have been what the original blocking was. You're yeah, right. And see,
1: and I guess, I,
2: I, I just remember from seeing yeah. before that I I didn't quite buy that Benny used to mm. live in the slummy building. Yeah, just from
1: listening to this, the cast recording, I don't, you don't hear it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Whereas I did think that very first setup yeah. in the movie, I bought it
0: more so. Yeah, their first interaction's okay, but then you just and don't... Then it's just, they don't give him any... And it's friggin' Tay Diggs. Give the man something to do. But, yeah, they remove everything as... Car- but it only- doesn't
2: fit in, because if they give him something yeah. to do, it makes the other... The movie it introduces so complexity. much time justifying the relationships. Yeah. And I feel like in all the mon- video montages of, no, no, really, these are relationships. Look at yeah. them doing these things. And that feels like they were so much trying to legitimize all three <clears throat> of the relationships. Yeah. They the, didn't have time for any of the other things. And I, and I the think crowd they missed scenes, the boat.
0: Yeah, you get some some really beautifully acted little bits from Tay Diggs when he sort of is chuckling and having to cover his mouth several times at, at Maureen's show and at the cafe when he's like, oh. goodness, he's like, he likes these people and he thinks they're fine, but he's trying to live in this moneyed world that he doesn't fit in. Mm-hmm. Like the girl. Um. Like a grump?
1: Like a grown-up.
0: Like a grown-up. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm not as emotionally invested anymore as I was a decade or two ago. (laughs) Go figure.
2: Um, (laughs) Frontal lobe development is key.
1: But one thing that I remember very much bothering me about the play adaptation was that they cut a big part of this Goodbye Love song that is right before Roger leaves to go to the West Coast and the, the whole friend group is splitting up. And Roger and Mark have this goodbye scene where they tear into each other the way that you only can of people that are your good friend and you know exactly what is going to destroy them the most Mm -hmm. i thought that was a major flaw because it uh, yeah it it,
2: reiterates the strength of the relationship and the level of hurt happening
1: right and they ended on a positive note like they tear into each other and then as roger's heading out the door he's like i'll call and, and you see that they they both acknowledge the bond is still there. They're still friends. This hasn't done anything. They're just hurt with each other. And then I found out when I got the DVD that they filmed it. They just cut it from the production, from listening to the commentary. Again, this is a 10-year-old memory cut because I don't own it anyways. The, they were saying they cut it because of the pacing of the, or like it hit. That is such an emotional scene that your emotions get way up here and it happens right here. And then... I don't know it just felt awkward and so they had to cut it. I don't remember. It sounded like bullshit at the time and apparently that's bullshit. all that I saved yeah uh,
0: was that this was bullshit but Well, no, I can't remember what did they do in the movie? they he just leaves and they're they're each they're living in america song in santa fe versus at home they don't have the fight they don't have they roger... don't have the fight i miss and that. they don't have roger say that they don't have mark call roger out for really leaving because he's afraid, afraid of watching mimi die, die? die versus mm-hmm. problems okay. in their relationship and mimi overhears that mm-hmm. confronts him about it says it's okay go and then sings the heartbreaking goodbye love and yeah. then ends with hello disease yeah. And you just have friggin' chills and the hairs in the back when of your neck stand up. When I out.
2: watched the movie, I totally missed, I forgot that part. But
0: that Roger and Mark fight, the line that always kills me is when they're saying those true cutting things you can only say to someone you, you love and know that well. They're pointing out each other's failings and he's like, oh, you're always hiding behind a camera. camera. And then Mark says, maybe that's because I'm the one of us to survive which just always hits me as such an emotional gut punch. Because it's true. All of this dude's friends are going to die of AIDS. And Roger's angry poor baby is equally justified. Mm -hmm. Because fuck you, I'm the one dying, but the people you're leaving behind with this emotional hand grenade are also gonna have to pick up the pieces.
1: going
0: to watch it? Oh, are we we gonna film ourselves watching it? No, we'll pause it and watch it.
1: So we took a time out to watch the deleted scene of that song. And apparently they cut my favorite line from it anyway. So maybe I'm not that sorry that they didn't include it because they might as well just cut everything that's important, but no, it should have been in there. It was good. It's emotional. It shows a lot of important relationships about Benny not being an asshole and his relationship with Mimi and, and and Mark
0: and Roger and what they're going through. Although I wonder too, since we're going mainstream and since we haven't established a reason for Mark to have his anger or his bitterness. If it didn't, Roger? Roger. Yes. Yes. If it didn't test well. It because, might not have because, because it doesn't mean quite make sense. To Mark
2: for like kind of no reason. Yeah. And Mark just takes it and doesn't fight back. But, you know, knowing yeah. the situation it makes more sense in the context yeah. of the stage show. Yep. I also don't like how the movie does the song the Living in America song either. No. I don't like him. Like, um, running through the hill. I mean, I feel like so <laughs> Sam movie, like, running through the hill. But his, his, jeans bon his Bon Jovi Oh my God. I was just so
0: annoyed. in the
1: breeze. I remember Tracy bitching about that when it came out because she hated Mark having the conversation on top of the building to no one, you know. No.
0: Oh, call me a hypocrite, I quit. I quit. Yeah, he's
1: having... And I was like, but don't you ever do that? Like, I do that in the car. Like, I have conversations yeah. with people who aren't there and talk to
0: you. I, I do, and and that's fine, but it just... Oh, it just... Annoyed me, to but we know also when. didn't see that Buzzfeed was in any way um, a skeezy, skeezy. making <laughs> making Mark go against his principles. It just sort of more felt like Mark was whining. Yeah, yeah. I like this, like yeah. yeah. like
2: this ninety five job. Right. job. I should be able to live rent for free forever. Yeah, as opposed to these <laughs> not officially working for like the National Enquirer.
1: Mark Cohen, Alexi Darling from Buzzline.
3: Ooh,
2: that show's so sleazy. <sighs> Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. And, and doing an absolute garbage. And Jerry Springer even. Yeah. It's like lesbian I was gonna say, cover vampires. Nothing but the Kardashians. Yeah. Yeah. Just garbage show as opposed to they looked almost like a legit news show yes. that he was working for. Yeah. Which then again just makes him look like an asshole. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, since we played that scene which happens after the after the funeral, so I hated the movie Funeral. I feel like it should have been in a small community church, and I feel like or the character if he was as great as that angel they, would have had people there. Yeah. Would have been packed. Yeah, having this gorgeous cathedral empty. empty is devastating, and not who Angel's character is. No. well It was well, a
1: weekday. It was Halloween. People had parties to go to. Right, like
0: Jesus. I mean, you could have filled it with extras or had it in a smaller space because Angels made friends with everyone supposedly. It was this amazing yeah. person it, and They should have been packed. Yeah.
2: You know, it should have been passed. And
0: they had the money. You could afford extras for a day to be sad in a movie theater. in a movie theater. A church. The um, but so post-funeral, there's another scene that got cut. Well, it didn't get cut, but it didn't play right. <laughs> when Joanne and Mimi are kind of fighting.
3: I'd be happy to die for a taste of what it-
0: the stage show it always seems very clear collins walks right in on that moment yeah (laughs) and he's right that's inappropriate and and awful and this collins doesn't seem to overhear them at all and they just kind of move on so that emotional beat is missing Mm. and then again because they've neutered benny you don't get to see benny pay for the funeral or benny and collins become friends again Mm -hmm. and put their arms around each other and go out to grab a beer because they were roommates and buddies And they just don't get to be human in this one.
2: Are we to the point where we get to complain about Maureen and Joanne? Sure. absolutely. Bring it on. Oh, oh, the funeral. Sorry. One more thing about the funeral. Mark, and I don't know if this happens in the stage show or not, but it screamed at me in the movie when he says he and he's like, oh no, I mean She. I don't know where to begin with my annoyance
0: issue beef with that. I think that is it, in the play. It is, is in the play, so but it's but it the beats it hit differently. The movie, in the movie it seemed
2: like he was making fun of him. Yeah. And it's the same guy. It's Anthony Rapp, and he's great. But, but um, Mark's an asshole. My issue. So in the play, Angel is in drag always.
0: In the movie. Except not the first scene. He's drumming, not in drag. In the movie. No, in the same In the show. play. And okay, yes. But Angel's mostly in drag in the play. In the
2: movie, he is all of almost all of the things he is in drag. So presumably, right. and they show the whole year mm. of getting to right. know them. It's not a new person. Whereas in right. the stage show, you're like you, you know, potentially. Yeah. That's not a mistake you would
1: make. No, ever. No, especially never after a that.
0: year. Ever. Yeah. 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 No. That to me felt very much just a product of the early '90s, and this was trying to be. These were characters the, and and counterpoles. It, 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 it never stood
2: out to me in the sh- in the stage show, and I'm yeah. not entirely sure why. But in the movie, <laughs> yeah. it slapped me in the face. Well, something else
0: I thought was it's interesting. Pacing. It just happens faster. It feels more natural. Yeah, and things just move on. Oh, this, I didn't like. It. Again, it goes back to the plodding pace. Like all of their I, funeral speeches weren't good stories. They were slow dirges. Mem- I memorializing. Like piano. But
1: regarding the gender thing, when Collins shows up, the lyric is "Our benefactress on this Christmas Eve." And in the movie, he calls him our benefactor, mm. which I thought was interesting. And Angel isn't even there yet, so it's, I don't know, I just thought it was...
0: They did not... Well, first off, the Today For You song, Angel's big song, Ugh. I think is a problem in all of the shows. Then, it's not a very good song. It's not a good like, song. Like, Angel's is a character that most people love, but... And doesn't have a good song. They don't give him good songs. No. And... Although but, my kids did dance to his songs. So oh, excellent. But they, they the did not know birth. what, how to... You know, how to open way. that up in the movie? They kind of just did what they do on the stage show, but used some different camera angles, and I felt like it was even less impressive than watching it on
2: stage. Not That's that because it's a you didn't right jump off. up onto a table in high boots. Yeah, there yeah. was
0: a there was one backflip, but it just it was just like oh, I, I mean everybody was like hooting and hollering and losing their minds. The same during Maureen's performance, and you're like, really, <laughs>
1: you
0: guys are that excited about it?
1: Yeah, but. It felt like she had plants in the audience laughing.
0: <laughs> like, everyone was really I laughing. I know. During it's like, the really, the, the Mickey
1: Mouse line? You're going yeah, to... That. On that. Okay. And that's, that's another... Right.
0: That's yeah. She's
1: not supposed to be very good, right? Isn't that kind of the point? It,
0: yeah, I always thought so. I thought so.
2: That's awful. I hate... Yeah.
0: I did oh. like the... San- oh, no, we're not at Positivity Quarter. Oh. We're getting there,
2: though. Okay. okay, well, I hate how mm-hmm. ungay they made the gay girls mm-hmm. in the movie. They had an opportunity to have a non-femi girl be in a movie and be attractive and that is still a thing that we don't do and that pisses me off being somebody who likes not as femi, so gay Somebody who likes a butch
0: lady. Yes! Would like to see we one in media in the sometime. It would be nice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the bit that gets me is the tango scene. I like the introduction of Maureen early to get to see her but what is Joanne wearing? She is wearing <laughs> a frilly dress and jewels and necklaces and just oh it made me so mad because
1: she should be wearing right. pants. Right. Well, they made that Mark's okay. hallucination. Though. I don't know, I but still. I don't
2: know. To be true to the character. They could have but they the didn't have, have, have to. I know. They didn't have You're to right. do that. Yeah. And I don't like it, and I don't like that in order for her to be a, a character that we can empathize with, we have to fem her up. And that's... Well, just... that whole thing, well and
0: they changed the gender with the engineer that Joanne hired. Yeah, that yes. me up, too. And the, the character of Joanne, who first off is a rocking badass lawyer, whose family is big politics... Well, because the whole line, that politics... you're
2: wearing your Doc Martens, and you're yeah. like, okay, I, in yeah. my mind, I know exactly what an early 90s lesbian looks like in Doc Martens, and it is
0: not the Joanne presented in the movie. No. <laughs> but they don't they don't really talk about her being a cool lawyer either. Mm-mm. She goes with Mark to help negotiate the contract for BuzzFeed and I was like, oh, we'll get to see her do a thing. Yeah, and but she doesn't negotiate you know, at all. She spends the whole time distracted watching Maureen flirt in the other room. So that scene well, went exactly the way it was. And have they gone make one offer her. and she's like, we'll
1: take it. It's okay, clearly it's, the low bar. They make
0: her terrible at business as well. And but that's... it's the
2: same thing as you miss the quips because yeah. you learn that she is a high-powered lawyer choosing to do pro bono charity work when her parents call, say, we're going to be at the country club, we're doing this, we're doing that. And mommy and is those... being
0: confirmation hearing with yeah. the Senate. And
2: the unwed mothers in Harlem need her legal help too. Right. That's where you say she is choosing yeah. this because yeah. she is awesome. Whereas in the movie, she's just another chick.
0: She's just dating Maureen, and so i was friends with Maureen's friends. I guess. that makes me just.
2: But yeah, because yeah, and then the whole their breakup song at their what reception that. Uh... Oh, I actually,
0: I thought setting. I thought, well, I'm you know still in 2005. Was it was it still edgy to have? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes. I think that was a big thing to have yes. the engagement there. Yes, and I thought. I actually really liked that. I liked opening it up. I loved that not just their friends, but the entire engagement party follows them down the hallway to watch them still fighting. I thought that was hilarious.
2: But no, what I guess my beef is it doesn't show with them having no character development prior to that point, having this big family being there. It doesn't make sense. I have already developed in my brain who these characters are, yeah. and so I, I get what you're saying. I did enjoy the scene, but the place in the movie, the scene, I didn't like. So we want to move to positivity. Claire. No, not yet. Okay.
0: <laughs> Mimi's "Take Me Out Tonight" song, setting that in the strip club rather than her singing on the balcony, I thought it was great. I yeah, thought it was really clever. <laughs> yeah. I thought it worked. Seems yes. like
1: far too posh and clean a strip club for yes. that neighborhood,
0: right? They it's wanted like a, a PG-13 rating. It <laughs> was like a three-story strip club. All of them. Multi-tiered Guys, stage. they changed the dates. So this is Christmas Day, and there are 400 <laughs> men in business suits at this strip club. Probably has a dress code. <laughs> On Christmas Day? Joints. Do they not have families? Also... She must be doing a lot of drugs to be out of money, because if you, <laughs> if you are working at one of those multi-story giant strip clubs in New York, you are—and she's the headliner. She's singing. She's the main person. She's making a thousand. She's making thousands. I mean, it was a cool set. Heroin one is expensive. Yeah, but it's not. But but everyone can do heroin. So somehow it must not be. <laughs> I'm not. That's not, not... the
2: take-home message of this
0: podcast. <laughs> Let's not take that audio clip out of context, shall we? my new ringtone notes. I'm going to be sending you text messages. Yeah, everyone, everyone can, can do heroin. That'll be... Yeah, I'll make that your notification. Was oh, God. You know, you're know you going to be somewhere, and your phone... Because I'm going to send you like, like four messages in a row. Like a church in front of the priest and you don't have software.
1: We're not very... We are not send a lot of ceremony. Um, I,
2: I did like that transition, though. I did not like that it didn't cut off the support group song because that song busting in on the support group right right timing wise and mm-hmm. flow of the mm-hmm. musical is so pivotal to the no day but today because here right. they are having this our lives well suck and this thing mm-hmm. and she's going no we're going out tonight yeah and and that yeah. juxtaposition I always very much enjoyed and
0: so the tango dream sequence Mark hits his head really hard when Joanne drops him to, to black out and then hallucinate this tango scene. And so at the very end, when he's like, I feel great now. And Joanne says, I feel lousy. that Doesn't make sense. That wasn't no. funny. I felt she felt lousy because she could have given this guy a TBI. Yeah. Rather than TBI? over traumatic, traumatic brain, brain injury. injury. I Sorry. I'm not even a medical person. I just, yeah. I just listen to things about the military. And we keep hurting our soldier brains. Mm. Anyway.
2: Yeah, that didn't that didn't make sense because then all the whole the history of the cheating and the pookie and all of that was hallucinated in Mark's head, mm-hmm. which then doesn't make sense at the end when, like you said, she yeah. says, "I feel lousy," and then the phone, she's yeah. like, "Oh, pookie." Yeah. you know if they hallucinated that that doesn't make any sense no, the one i wish that they line hadn't made through. it
1: a hallucination like just no. be like you know what, you're having a fantasy ballroom scene and you don't need to explain where it came from or where it's going you're it's in a, a musical. musical exactly <laughs> like people on stage at the beginning singing because of why not just go with it
0: well that seemed their whole problem is that they they were trying to not make a musical that had a bunch of songs in it yeah, so and it's, that, it's a
1: musical a... it's it's la yeah. bohème
2: come on people the <laughs> names are the same in everything
0: yeah i know you hate roger's hair you want to talk about that
2: I don't, I mean...
0: In 2005 in your emails, you were very upset about Roger's <laughs> What did I say
2: about Roger's hair? You should tell me. It is stupid hair, but it's it bon, bon Jovi. And the, I feel like. I mean, was like
1: probably a, it's because I wanted him to be like a punk rocker with spiky hair because that's what I'm into. But that, no, but that's what he... But that's what he is, he is in the show. The he is in the show. He
2: wore the plaid tight pants and his spiky blonde hair.
1: But yes. then later on he has Bon Jovi hair.
2: But he does say the pretty boy front man yeah. in his song and... Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I think that Billy Idol is Pretty Boy. Yeah, that's mm. true. Yeah. You, as yeah. soon as I started that statement, I
2: <laughs> wanted to rejoice. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, cut that bit out. Maybe, maybe not. not. I heard well, that's not a thing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if I think they're truly terrible, I cut them out. But if I think it's funny. <laughs> then I'm going to be telling cut someone of thing. cut things thing. Oh, dear. Okay. okay, so this is the email that Reagan had sent, well, part, when we went back and forth in 05. It made me sad that Roger looked like Bon Jovi. <laughs> Although, you know, I loved him in those rock star flashbacks. Even though he still looked too old because it's been like seven years. In the, the only convertible thing I... in the wind. It's pretty <laughs> hilarious. I love the running through the, the, the fields. You yeah. know. It felt like a Jordash jeans <laughs> commercial <laughs> with all the yes. painted red rocks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's oh. happening in his, in his mom blouse? The only uh, thing I thought of was
2: maybe he was doing another show for reels, and that was the hair he was required, and he couldn't change it for the movie.
1: That was... Maybe. Let's you know, pretend that that, that was, was my... Why. That
0: was my thought process there. So, doing the podcast so that we're not just a bunch of negative Nellies.
1: Or grumpy Gus's. Or
0: criticism Christina's, because she's the worst. We now have Positivity Corner! <laughs>
2: the video montage during the Without You song helped the timeline. They just kind
0: of... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember what happened there. <laughs> Teresa made it safe and got two blank looks what? as if I've never heard words before. Sorry to leave you hanging there. Refer me what happened to that montage. I don't know. You don't know.
2: No, they just do. the right. like it's. It's like the videos of them hanging out for the past year. Oh right. Oh yeah. So it gives yes. some duration. Because in the stage show, you're like they met for a day, and
0: then now it's like two yeah. weeks later, New and Year's, now it's a Valentine's, year Valentine's, Halloween, Angels Dead. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and so this goes through and gives a little bit of oh look, they did this thing. They're hanging out. They're having fun.
0: They seem to like each other. Yay! That's my positive thing.
1: I thought that Collins and Angel had great chemistry.
0: Their song, Live in My House, which I love anyway. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, I love... Oh, the... I hate
1: that song. But I, oh, I, I really? liked their chemistry. Yeah. We all
0: have things. Teresa, Teresa has like a five-minute speech she gives about how great it is to have a male-male duet.
1: I do think male-male love
2: songs are very good. It's so yeah. nice. We don't get many of them. I I sure, like tenors it... and baritones, so I could... For I guess mean, not friends. opposed to the concept. I just do like she liked this particular Fair song.
0: Enough. I loved that they got to have... Because it's, they spread it out in its daytime, that they got to have... This New York rom-com moment, as Maybe. they're frolicking in the park on a sunny sidewalk, they're so cute and happy, and that was lovely.
2: I thought Mimi was more identifiable in the yes. movie than I'd ever seen her in a stage show. I really did like her, care about her, and yes. seeing
0: her shoot up some of the montages was of her relationship really with Roger, yeah. Yeah. of watching them be happy, and watching what what happens with an addict.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I thought was really yeah. good. It was really affecting. Yeah. I do still like that in this show and I recognize Angel dies but that the boys stay together because stereotypically they are not the ones and I do like that they stayed together the dykes broke up and the straight people did too so I do like that and I like that in the original show I like that they kept that in the movie Yeah, I think that's nice
0: the character of Collins always has my heart and um, the guy playing him just is really good Yes, and in the life support meeting his reactions shots to people talking when not being upset about mark filming everyone his reaction shots to people bearing their shoulders just i was just like oh he's all i did
2: like in that support group because the support group songs the will i lose my dignity does get me yeah will i
3: lose my dignity will someone care
2: show them disappearing out of the chairs i do think for that moment in time was was very powerful oh
1: i i again not emotionally invested anymore so i'm just trying to remember what i was upset about but i remember hating that yeah that they Mm -hmm. had the people disappearing out of the chairs Um, I felt like maybe it took something away from Angel's death, or maybe it felt like too corny or on the nose or something. Mm. Like, do you not get that people die? We're telling you people die. Have you heard that people die yet? You know, it's just like, instead of just letting your story tell that, let's see what happens to the people and what happens to their emotions.
2: I thought, and I don't know why, and I don't have an explanation for this, that the movie didn't see... When we last saw the stage show, I enjoyed it very much, but I felt that it was potentially dated and not that somebody in their early 20s seeing it now would not have that connection or that understanding of what it was like in the beginnings
0: of AIDS. When we talked after that, I think it is very much, it's a time capsule in the way um, Hair, the musical is. Yeah. Like watching it and hearing stories of my mom and my aunts and how much that cast recording spoke to them and their experiences with it and being able to like, oh, okay, I can see that, but not Feeling it because I didn't live. I thought the
2: movie seemed less dated. Interesting. Like, yeah, and and Well, because they
0: changed the costumes, I think, for a lot of it.
2: Yes, although the Bon will be here, but I think because the movie seemed I mean, AIDS is it seemed downplayed. I feel like the big things seemed a bit downplayed. Like the heroine was more focused. Yeah, that's true. And that's still a problem and that's still a thing right. and the addiction mm. and that was more forefront and the relationships were more forefront. And I feel like those are Yeah. That's more of a thing, whereas in the stage show I felt that AIDS really was in your face. Yes.
0: Which is in, insert the Team America World Police.
2: Yeah, which AIDS, makes everyone it, is AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. makes it slightly dated because Yeah. You know, it's not I mean it's it shouldn't be, but yeah. It was a death sentence then. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that for better or for worse, I feel like the movie seemed a little less dated
0: because of that.
1: I Like staging for Santa Fe on the subway. subway car. Yeah, I
0: thought that was very clever. Collins made a few goofy faces that I thought were a little <laughs> a little too goofy, but that's just that's nothing. I like that they said. were
1: bringing other people on the subway yeah. car into their dance number. Yeah, I did think the
2: transition to that was nice, in this sh- it flowed well. Mm-hmm. And so many of the transitions with the songs in the movie did not flow well. Did that one? I was glad
0: work. that they had changed Mimi's costumes, although I wish that her new costume at the strip club had included pants.
2: No. <laughs> no strip club. I Why know. Would you
0: I know. Pants? But then they do. I mean,
2: the blue rubber pants are spectacular.
0: They do show up briefly in like one scene I knew when they find the padlock on the door. I was like, oh, call back. They were like, hey, we're going to put you in them for 10 seconds. Because, <laughs> yowza. Yeah, Those are amazing pants. Thanks. But that's better than that terrible lavender latex dress she wears on New Year's Day. Oh, I'll take yeah. the blue pants over, though. Yes, yes. Well, this is a complaint but Uh-oh. it's a complaint about the staging and a change on the 20th anniversary tour my understanding since it was the anniversary tour that it should it would mostly be the same blocking it was original costumes and set in choreography but that roger was so extra aggressive made several i ended up seeing it twice because i had already had to take a seat mm-hmm. with a different friend so i saw it with you guys and then three days later he made several threatening moves towards mimi and she actively flinches away from him four or five times he is slamming his metal rings down on the metal table yes. several times at her in really classic abusive shit mm-hmm. and that's awful
2: yeah i i i, ha- and I was like, we could do a whole be. other podcast yeah. of my thoughts on the, t- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah. show punching just up versus have... punching
0: down yeah
2: and i agree he was too aggressive he was too it made it feel like the relationship between Mimi and Roger was always volatile. I think it is meant to be mm-hmm. volatile because, like you said. Well, they're two addicts, addicts in different
0: places, and. That's a volatile situation. Dying of, you know, but eternal I disease. don't
2: think the original had him in.
0: Anyway, being any abusive. Anyway, no. being
2: abusive and anyway. I don't want to say not treating her poorly because, you know, right. people get hurt, but there wasn't that power play. <laughs> yeah. That showed up when in the movie and in.
0: When he's angrily saying no to her, he's not angry at her. No. He's angry at the situation and he can't kiss or make out with someone because he has AIDS. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Very different feelings. Yeah. Agreed. Did you do any research, Raheem?
1: For people who agree with us? Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to do people who agree with us?
0: We should. So now at this point we read some clips and we'll give you some to read of people who wrote <laughs> articles that agree with us. Oh my it's god. But I'm
2: probably repressed
0: to be like, <laughs> We're right. I like it. I like being right. I'm always right. I know. And it's <laughs> it's really satisfying to record but other that, people.
1: We have a bunch of the same ones just from thinking Do these that you were people saying? know that you're going to be podcasting their
2: thoughts that
0: you're These will are do these to are them? like reviews from from newspapers and stuff. Oh,
1: okay. Okay, so I'm gonna start with uh this it from a scathing AV Club review Ooh, I did not have this by one. Nathan Raven, which says, with a single blow of their satirical hammer, Trey Parker and Matt Stone obliterated rent with Team America World Polices Everyone Has AIDS.
3: Everyone Has AIDS!
1: A song that perfectly captures the Broadway phenomenon's jar- jarring, almost surreal juxtaposition of gritty subject matter and gee whiz pep rally execution. <coughs> But someone neglected to inform Sony, which is now releasing a long-awaited, long-overdue film adaptation that plays like *Last Exit to Brooklyn* as reinterpreted by *Up with People*. Maybe those references are a bit. We're <laughs> <I
0: don't... laughs> really. This is from
1: 2005. So yes, *Rent* is the movie about AIDS, heroin addiction, homosexuality, strippers, marijuana, cross-dressing, and bisexuality. Audiences can take their grandparents to see, safe in the knowledge that any lingering trace of danger or authenticity has been carefully removed yeah. by yeah. director co-writer Chris Columbus who previously yes. proved his countercultural medal with mrs doubtfire and the first two harry potter films
0: i will say i appreciate that chris columbus helped get it made because this this languished between different studios and couldn't get the money it's and no rough. one was willing to do it and he, i i'm shocked but he loved the show so much Aww, and I once didn't spike know that. lee left he was like no we're gonna get it made he Did just this wasn't come the out right person
2: after Mulan, russian phantom
0: yeah, this was right after Phantom because most of the reviews are like, it's terrible. Not as hilariously terrible as Phantom with Gerard Butler, okay. but it's nice I was just wondering because see.
2: it seemed like, oh, we're going to start yeah. making movie musicals yeah. again. Right. And then stopped.
0: <laughs> Phantom was. That's fun. Yeah. Um, Although Chris...
2: after seeing the stage show, what did they expect? I mean, the stage show was terrible. Right.
1: Aww.
0: I love it. It has good music. Yeah. I love it. It's one of Tree's favorite. But it's it. also it's terrible. <laughs> But, I mean, well, and I guess Gerard Butler as Phantom is no longer the go-to punch. It's um, Russell Crowe in Les Mis. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez, I mean, yeah. I like Russell Crowe. I like him, but his Javert is rough. Yeah. Christopher Frizzell, in, writing in The Stranger here in Seattle, was uh, in How Do You Solve a Problem Like Rent, is actually talking about the really wonderful local stage production that the Fifth Avenue did a few years ago—that ago, was great. They, that they updated cast it locally, yeah. beautifully. Mimi shoots Missed up it. on stage. Jarek Coffer, better known as Jinx Monsoon for Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race, was, was Angel was Just so good. Amazing. Uh, Brandon O'Neill as Collins, the sexy pirate. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep, yeah, like him. <laughs> a sexy pirate. Hey, guys, he was in Pirates of the Dance one. It was the
1: Pirate King. He was great.
0: And any time we go to a show, Teresa goes, oh, the sexy pirate is in it. So, <laughs> there. sometimes you get trapped. <laughs> this musical is so of its time that entire threads of the plot are distinctly dated. They've been singing about being just about to die of AIDS for nearly 20 years. Aww. They are like bugs trapped in amber. And since <laughs> the disease they are dying from is no longer the death sentence it was, at least in America... The material has been drained of real-world urgency. Yes. I think that's my related problem. Like many people on their way to death, the characters express themselves very earnestly, but earnestness veers very easily into cloyingness, <laughs> which gives rent a whiff of cheesiness. The director Chris Columbus, who never met a hunk of cheddar he didn't love, <laughs> made the film adaptation so cheesy and cringe-making that I can't believe I just wasted a whole sentence on it. <laughs> Right, wow. I mean it's it's Seattle's weekly <laughs> alternative, so Zing. I found the
2: movie nostalgic. Yeah, it's was well, a like lovely it. memory. Yeah, I'm like, but oh, I, I like But rent. I didn't see I it for sit twelve down years. And watch it, but I'm like, oh, I like Rent.
0: So you owned it, you watched it a bunch when it came out. I did, yeah, yeah,
2: because yeah. I was like, oh, I like Rent.
0: Yeah. Oh, I agree with this guy, Roger Ebert. <laughs> he is smart. He he has he had good opinions about movies, guys. He did.
2: Anyway, so he says he says that if you stand back from the importance of rent as a cultural artifact and a statement about AIDS, does it stand on its own as a musical? And he says I don't think so. Mm. And I think that's a big thing that it came to us particularly at that point when we were ready to attach to something important and Anyone in under the world. 25, yeah. Yeah. And for our, for our gener- for our age people, that meant AIDS. And so I think, as well as counterculture
0: and artists yes. and, well, and it people. was
1: pre 9 11 So that's you know also Fight Club era too, right? You don't, we didn't have something that was obviously the Set commies or <laughs> whatever it is mm-hmm. that yeah. we're fighting against. We didn't have a bad yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah.
0: I've got uh, Moira McDonald with the Seattle Times, going all local with my references, with a cast now a little too old for their roles, a little too immaculately styled and coiffed, and sometimes giving performance that feel too big for their close-ups. The film too often feels like what Rent, the stage show, was never meant to be. Hmm. False. Yeah. There's still much to enjoy, particularly the whirlwind that is Adina Menzel, Yes, whose oddly snarling distinctive allure is giving the star treatment. Does uh-huh. she
2: not think that she...
0: What? No. They not think she's hot? No, no, she's saying it. That oh, she's... okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> oddly snarling distinctive allure so maybe so uh, but she doesn't know hot. why <laughs> because she is. Um, and the songs will remain in your head long afterwards which i know is a big complaint reagan has
1: yes i know i made the sacrifice for you people because because wasn't it your idea no well it was tracy's idea because oh. they were doing the, the reboot of the tour or whatever but i can't listen to it anymore like one time I don't know 6 years ago at work I didn't have Christmas music and so I was like oh rent we'll do for Christmas music and then it was stuck in my head for the next 6 months and that happens every time I listen to it and so we just saw it a couple months ago and it's stuck in my head and it's not like the same song it's always a different song but it just pops into my head when I wake up in my dreams in the middle of the day oh, different right, I get song the whole every show time in
0: my head it just runs through from start to finish right. I wish it would run through from start to finish <laughs> I will get a random just interstitial line not even two lines a full <laughs> right. sentence and it'll be that and over and over. Really over, and over. over. oh geez, now I, I think, I think this is started what started happened. So if you listen to the same two hours on repeat from age 16 to 18, I don't know what you're talking about. Synapses have crystallized. But your brain is still developing. You're a nurse. You're is right. that how that works? <laughs> they crystallized. Oh, that's right. We do have a neurosurgeon in the house. <laughs> is that what happens for sure? She told, we totally. She's totally right, you guys. <laughs> I'm telling you, you couldn't see your face, but I'm right. But
1: so then March happened and I was listening to nothing but Irish folk music and Irish punk versions of folk music for 17 days straight. And that successfully drove it out of my brain <laughs> almost entirely occasionally. And then you went to watch the movie. Right. And so I did this for you people and you, sh- you just should know that.
0: <laughs> uh, but so Moira McDonald's closing line was, I just kept wondering about a different kind of movie of Rent which we'll probably never see. One with a cast of 22-year-old unknowns, a handheld camera, and a dream. Less, in this case, might well have been more. So Okay, yeah. so,
1: glimpse behind the curtain, guys. We just <laughs> lost about 20 minutes of audio, including some sick Shakespeare burns. And... You guys,
0: it was awesome. We were, we were like, high-fiving. We were so smart. We were pretty much geniuses.
1: Yeah, and I'm <laughs> sorry you missed that. Uh, but you you did... So, there you go. Now I'm just going to tell you. But... So I don't have to come to the next one. <laughs> I don't know what I read or didn't read no, that we I still have audio we,
2: for. I don't think we can try to go
1: back. It's though. fine. <laughs> if you don't hear everything that happened, just rest assured that plenty of people do agree with us. You can you can Google
0: rent movie review 2005 yourself. No, you it. can't. Oh my God. It's the most impossible thing to, to review because it's all about renting movies and problems. I had such a I hard did time. Sure I have a hard time. Well, it was it. like, I had a really, my so, Google
1: Fo must be better than yours.
0: I guess. Um, go to rotten tomatoes. It links to reviews, which huh. is hilarious because since it's 2005, most of those, when you click the, uh, the full story, like file, not found, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. I was able to find some of them. Okay. So here's one from the wild blog in the West. While Columbus sometimes manages to use montages effectively however during one song glory i don't like the way that the montage overwhelms the song and prevents us from seeing roger's anguish
2: oh yes that's where i'm a genius because i said that yes yes, yes. yes. good yeah. thing you put that back in. yeah <laughs> that's why I,
0: I was like i knew we could read this part and then and then also this person is complaining how they cut the scene in act two when mimi learns that roger's worst fear is watching her die
2: that's the fight yeah
0: mm-hmm. you won't see this in the film because columbus cut it so that the scenes would flow better Oh, and because it it featured Mark and Roger singing at each other when they made all the rest of the dialogue spoken, so Columbus thought that the audience wouldn't understand. (laughs) Uh, To which this guy responds, Dude, no one cares. Everyone sings at everyone else in this movie, even with the added dialogue. (laughs) Roger and Mark singing at each other is also fine.
2: Or they could have not spoken the dialogue, sung the dialogue as it was originally (laughs) written, and we wouldn't be in this position at all. Right.
0: Yeah. Shut up. You lost 20 minutes
1: of our recording. Your face lost it. It wasn't mine. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: really didn't come
0: back to you guys.
2: <laughs> I know. So I'm pretty sure my face looks like a computer. Yours lost the audio.
0: She hasn't told me to die in a fire once today. I figure I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> you guys, in my head, I don't
1: mean. <laughs> i keep saying gonna i'm gonna murder to you us. and your family in my head is an insult when i'm really oh, no. frustrated
0: about something Oh, you can i have know to stop. i know i have to stop it's involuntary and i'm, I'm gonna, gonna say murder it, it you up. and your family reagan you can't you, you like, like your job don't do I that i really do like my you job you will get hold in the hr I know. so I know. fast i know
1: so i'm trying i have to rewrite it to you, something else
0: you do. You
2: have to, i mean Diana I like bad. I like puppies. <laughs> Just say I like puppies.
0: But it's not going to make you feel better when you're frustrated. I'm going to murder you and your family, though. Like we've gone from dying of fire to I know, I know oh, to active. Oh active yeah, this is, is better this than that. Problem. <laughs> <This laughs> problem.
1: I know. Anyway,
0: <laughs> we don't have the rights to the song. <laughs> I think they can handle the rights to the wedding march, actually. <laughs> Probably not going to get sued on that one. It's not like happy birthday and everyone getting married doesn't have to write a check. I was going to say that. <laughs> and then actually the happy birthday, birthday the, what is it,
2: the intellectual property cops up your back? No, they lost it.
0: Like sometime in the last year, yeah, they, someone found an earlier published version of it that, that it's out there. So, so that now- whole sports night episode is obsolete. It is. Yeah. Being the fact that it's a whole sports night Out episode, I bet it's obsolete anyway. <laughs> no, that show holds
1: up. I watched oh, it yesterday. God, that's a great
0: show. That's such a good show. I love it. <coughs> but Paula holds f- up. Hundred percent. Dana's hair is unfortunate, but other than that,
1: we're probably good. We've got over an hour. Shut up. And a
0: half. We probably are good. No, know, we lost that. you have gold. To edit. I want us to find another funny thing that's impressive. <laughs> oh my god.
1: She's just like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Y'all have fun, You right? that we're at your house. You should probably wrap up.
0: <clears throat> so David Edelstein, writing for Slate, says how I've put off writing about Rent, in part because I don't want to seem unsympathetic to the emotions that gave birth to this musical and its subsequent posthumous enshrinement in Broadway culture. I don't share the view of some critics that this souped-up La Boheme is faux-bohemianism, no more authentic than a gap ad. It's real, and on screen, it's really cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. I found it tiresomely undramatic, even saccharine, not to mention monotonous. Chris Columbus directs fluidly, for him, ooh, ouch, but in a family movie style that makes the musical scene even more homogenized than it probably is. It's like a ride at Disney World, the urban AIDS victim jamboree. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to find that line before we went, because, yikes, for a guy who put off because he didn't want to see mean. Ouch. So that's our show. Thanks for joining us, Teresa. Anytime, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we will join you again in a
1: month or some other future More age. than a month,
0: probably, but we'll join you again to and talk hey, about,
1: we <laughs> might talk about it. who knows,
0: That's talk about true. everything, everything that's with wrong with something else. else.
1: <laughs> we have a sign-off line. <laughs>
2: I know. I know. And I jacked it up.
0: Say some words, Teresa. <laughs> I don't know any words. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hi, special guest. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna do a weird voice. <laughs>
1: No.
0: Oh, there's a format Just don't record for a second I had questions about what we were going to do Okay. Stop recording
1: I
2: don't want you to send me an audio file Okay, this is going to be good I have more opinions than one would think
3: Podcast 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 podcast.